This episode is brought to you by Elation Lighting. Elation invites you to stop by booth 1142 if you're at the LDI show this weekend and experience the latest in the company's cohesive ecosystem of luminaires. Elation is launching new luminaires in its industry-leading IP65 Proteus line, including the 75,000 lumen Proteus Brutus LED wash effects moving head and the powerful Proteus Excalibur Skybeam. Two other new launches in the Proteus series are the linear Proteus Razor Blade LED wash and effects light and the Proteus Razor 1960 LED wash effects luminaire, which is the big brother of the popular Proteus Razor 760. New fixtures in Elation's high-performance, high-value fuse series, as well as new luminaires in the broadcast-optimized KL series will also be featured. And Obsidian Control Systems will have their new NX1 lighting console on display. So there's a lot happening. If you're here at the show, stop by the Elation booth, number 1142, and discuss how Elation can help you achieve your lighting vision. Okay, so for those of you who are not in this room, you are about to be told that this is the second time we're recording this because we just had a nice 30-minute talk and uh, some knucklehead at the control helm here forgot to hit record. So that would be me. Uh, So anyways, here we are at LDI. Busy, great show. You know, first day, so, uh, but two nights. So we're all a little groggy and tired and beaten up and... At our age, we shouldn't be drinking anymore. Um, and uh, but I, w- I did want to take some time today, a to record a couple of really great people and and hear some history and talk about some of their, you know, doings. But um, more importantly, or as importantly, I also wanted to talk about uh, the show and the gear, the new gear. A lot of great manufacturers here. Uh, it's an excellent show. It's very busy. There's, you know, a lot of really high quality people, high quality manufacturers, a lot of really high quality new products. And so, you know, it really feels like an extension of the show last year. And, you know, last year everyone said, yeah, you know, it's lightly attended, but really high quality attendees. And that was actually really true. There was a lot of great um, conversation, a lot of, you know, just people coming back out, like, you know, they'd been locked up for a couple of years and they came back out, they got to see some gear, shake some hands, hug some people, um, after all this COVID stuff. But so this year feels like another just sort of leap in quality, uh, really good, uh, Great show, well attended, blah, blah, blah. So today with me for this podcast, for the second go round, <laughs> I have, uh, first of all, I have Brad Nelms, who is uh, my coworker in uh, Gear Source and is very knowledgeable, knowledgeable about gear and stuff. Um, but more importantly, I have Chris McMean with uh, Christy Lights. And Chris, for those of you who have been living under a rock, uh, has had a very lengthy career in lighting, and uh, most recently, I think about ten years with with uh, Christy Lights, who you will all know. And uh, so, welcome, gentlemen. 
Good morning again. Morning. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for second us. mornings. So <laughs> the second time we record this, I'm going to tell you we were a little bit late, and that's why I forgot to hit record uh, because Chris lost his car. I did. I lost the car. I like how you <laughs> passed the blame though on that. Yeah. 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 No, it can't be my fault. Yeah, Chris lost his car this morning, I, so he I came did. a little I, bit late. I literally walked along three floors of a parking garage with my hand in the air, pressing this button over and over <laughs> the and going, beep, beep button. where the hell did I <laughs> <have> to park? <laughs> what the, why? Can't you just look at your iPhone and it'll tell you where you parked? It's in the garage. It's no, all on the same floor. I don't floor. think that helps very much. <laughs> no. Yeah. I put, I put air tags in everything now. Like the older I get, the more air tags I buy. There you go. And I put them literally in everything. I mean, you're laughing. But I, I do that one around in my each house. of those two yeah. bags yeah. over there. I use the little tiles and I, yeah, yeah. I give them to the family. But uh, eventually they to. run out. And then, I have to. And then you're like, oh, where did I put that? Yeah. And you only realize that they're out when you can't find your thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so How long do the air tags work? I don't six months or yeah. eight months or six something. Months. Quite a long time. We like, tried to uh, put some on our dogs, but we live in the woods, so they don't do very good because there aren't any phones there. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. <laughs> There's nothing to ping. Yeah. Right? yeah, you need other people with iPhones. Exactly. Otherwise, your dog's just running around with a silly tag around uh-huh. the And a lot of notifications that we don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my son has one on his dog, and, and uh, his dog has a tendency to shoot out the door when, you know, you're, somebody knocks at the door to hand you an Amazon package or something and he goes, bing, out the door. So they've lost them for two or three days at a time. Oh. So the, uh, the air tag's pretty helpful. Um, so Chris, again, <laughs> for, for the people who are listening, who don't really know you, give me the, give me the like five minute spiel on, uh, uh, your background, your history. How'd you get into the business? Um, so as a kid, uh, my, my mother and my stepfather were both in the business. Uh, my, bro- my mother was a Broadway producer. Um, she did Crimes of the Heart on Broadway, various other projects. Um, as a little, actually, I'm, um, here's another tidbit I didn't even tell you before. I was on Sesame Street as a baby. What? And I'm the first kid to ever nurse on national television. Wow. <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> Like that just answered so many questions for me, Chris. I have a lot of questions about what that looked like on Sesame Street, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like that's big birds in there? No, no, it was like a little music video they did, and they had like all these animals nursing, and then they're like, and people huh. nurse too, but it was like a big faux pas to show yeah, breastfeeding yeah. on television. Yeah, like back then it was like, whoa, we can't do that. That's crazy. That's what, that's was it, nudity and disgusting, and nobody wants to see that. Right? Was it just a random breast, or was it like your mother? It was my mother's. <laughs> oh, breast. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they weren't good. giving out breasts. No, <laughs> Sesame Street. I that was wasn't something that happened. Point at the one you want. <laughs> yeah, which one do you like? Oh, man, that. <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's actually, uh, I could show you the YouTube if you're ever interested. Oh, I'd love of, to see it. That's hilarious. Of, hilarious. Of, so uh, you're full of all kinds of tidbits. Yeah, yeah, little tidbits. So um, you grew up, your mom was a Broadway producer, yeah. so that's cool. So, yeah, I was in, in the theaters. Business, I like, I, I would sit there and memorize all the lines for, like, the shows she was working on. Because right. back then there was no, like... Child care, you just kind of pushed your kids out into the world. <laughs> there was none of this yeah. helicopter parenting or yeah. you know daycare. Yeah. You know, kids literally just walked out into the street. Like, yeah, <laughs> good luck in New well. York City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in New York City, true. Yeah, you know, with gunshots going on and you know yeah. bums everywhere. And yeah. you know, I was riding the subway by the time I was eight years old. 
You oh, know, wow. damn. <laughs> By yourself? By yourself, yeah. Really? At oh, eight yeah. years old? That's crazy. Yeah, you just go to him. But That's you, wild. You'd have token. You'd go to him. Mm-hmm, Your mm-hmm. parents would leave tokens on the table. You could always go grab a token. And just go wherever you felt like? And or? just go anywhere in the city you That's felt like. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nowadays, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid murders. to do it by myself, and I'm 58. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Huntley was like, like the first time he came to the city and like really hung out with me and went around, I'm taking the subway everywhere. and do it. He's like, you take the subway? Yeah. Like every other rep picks up a car and you know, yeah. gets, gets, gets a taxi or an Uber around. Yeah. And I'm like, that takes forever. Yeah. Who wants to sit in traffic? Right. Yeah. I'm like, we yeah. could be anywhere in the city we want in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is that what got you into the business because your mom was... I mean, I think somewhat it's in the blood. Yeah. You know, you, you just end up, you, you end up continuing to work, you know, like I thought of it as a really fun thing, but I also saw that most of the people in the theater business were broke and exhausted and, yeah. you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to make money. Like when yeah. I was a kid, I was like, I want to be successful. I want to, you know do well. And that was a lot of my focus. Yeah. So, which was also, you know, my focus in biology and, and why I wanted to be a doctor. I, I do think things are very connected between theater and science. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, oh no, like the create, no, I think that those two fields are much more connected than people realize. Yeah. The, the creative and yeah. the technology. So anyway, I, I, I got to repeat it cause I've forgot we're doing this again. Um, <laughs> My major in college was biology, pre-med. I graduated with a 3.95 GPA. My minor was theater. So I was sort of feeding my artistic side by, you know, doing theater on the side and then, you know, pursuing the biology, you know, medical degree. Well, and the biology helps you to collect on a bill from some of your clients and stuff, right? You know where to press? You can find which orifice to go into to find the money, right? Right. Yeah. So everybody hides money in their butts. Yeah. Yeah. So, but how'd you get into the rental business? Like I met you at high output right? and I don't even remember what year it had to be 20 something years ago, I guess. Well, we, we got to go through a little process to get the high output. So, oh. <laughs> so oh, we're going way so, back. Yeah. We're, we're going way, way back. So, um, my mother and my stepfather, uh, my stepfather was in the lighting business. Um, Although by the time I was around, he was retired. He had sold his company. He owned the biggest company in the country in the 70s, a lighting company called TFA. Um, He did Woodstock. He did all the Rolling Stones tours, all the Bruce Springsteen tours, uh, you know, everything Mark Brickman was doing, Pink Floyd, you know, like any rock tour that was done in the late 60s, That's wild. I I never knew that about you, and I've known you for 20-something years, and I had no idea that... uh, I never really wanted to be judged on the fact that, you know, I was kind of born into the business. Right. I wanted to yeah. be on my own merits. So right. my stepfather and I kind of always kept it quiet. Hmm. Um, although he actually still works with us. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, really? he's part of the Christie Lights team. So. Oh, holy. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so I was insistent that I wasn't going into the lighting business or the theater business. I was going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. So got through school after college, uh, got my EMT license, was an EMT at Beekman downtown. Um, lots of great stories there as well, non-lighting related. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
while I was working on uh, research, medical research, I was working on the Sleep Heart Help Study, which is the largest study ever done to link heart disease and sleep disorders, mm-hmm. which is why they'll now actually test you because they realize that sleep disorders cause heart disease and cardiovascular issues, which kills you. Yeah, <laughs> so, avoid that. Yeah, yeah avoid statement. that. Yeah, Take I, care I, of yourself I, and make sure if you're not <laughs> sleeping well or you're falling asleep during the day, you go to get checked. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, so anyway, I... <coughs> I had done work for my stepfather over the years, you know, like he'd be like, hey, Chris, you want to come work this weekend? And I'd go pick up his truck, drive it up to Maine and set up some lights for a show. Like Hmm. that was really the beginning. Like I would go up. uh, How how old were you at that point? uh, I got my license when I was 16. So like I'd take his truck when I was like 17, 18. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jesus. And back then, you know, you, I would drive all the way down to Altman Stage Lighting and pick up follow spots there, put them on the back of my stepfather's pickup, yellow pickup truck. I would then drive all the way up to Maine. We would set up the follow spots. I would then work security for the show. Oh, wow. And then we'd strike the follow spots at the end of the night. I'd go get the money. And then I would drive all the way back. Jesus. <laughs> that goes back to the orifice. To Yonkers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back then, like, the way the lighting business worked was, you know, for rock and roll, you would walk in and set up your light system, and then you'd go to the box office to get paid. Jeez. And oh, they wow. would count you out cash, and you wouldn't turn the lighting system on until you got that cash. Because you knew that if you didn't get that cash by the time the show was over, you no longer had any leverage to get paid. Jesus. And you probably weren't. <laughs> That's incredible. So, what kind of shows were these? Though? Like any show was like that? Yeah. or That was all rock and roll shows. Yeah. Really? Every wow. single rock and huh. roll show. You were, you were, you know, all the ones I was doing in Maine and stuff. You know, That's you would, wild. I mean, it's a pretty big lever to pull to say, it'll be dark until you give me my money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah and, and, and the tour managers knew, you know, the, it was the promoter. You, you're dealing with a promoter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they knew. And, you know, eventually you'd get to a point with a promoter who you were working with on a regular basis where you would turn the system on. He was giving you the money by the end of the show. Sure. You know? But even if you were friends with him, you got the money by the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you didn't walk out of there with no cash. Net 30 then yeah. was net 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... You guys know Patrick Whelan, right? Oh, had, yeah. Yeah. Have you had him on the show or no? Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. Patrick Whelan. So I, I love his stories about Prince, like, going to the vault and, you know, opening the safe and taking cash out and handing it to, you know, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to vendors. You know, that, that's how people got paid back then. That's wild. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, that's what I was doing as a kid. I was collecting money. I was setting up lights. I was running security. And it was all for me, just extra cash. And uh, sort of a side business. And then, uh, so my stepfather was actually renting space from a company in Boston called High Output. And they had like a full-time position open. And uh, so I went up, I started interviewing there. And after six interviews, they finally decided to make me a job offer. And uh, at that point, I moved my family to Boston. You know, I was living with my uh, then-girlfriend at the time and our son. And uh, we moved up to Boston, and that was sort of the be- beginning of like my real career. Yeah, you know? like not running follow spots or 
dealing with theaters or chasing money, chasing money, <laughs> you know, mm. <clears throat> collections. Yeah, that's what they call it now, right? Which you still do today. Right. <laughs> Actually, now you, you do, do more of. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the job's not done in Huntley's opinion until the bill is paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's an important opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it is an important part of every deal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it, it is shocking to me, though, that, like how many places seem to uh, like not even focus on that at all. Like, right. The guys just sell, 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 you know, and, and then the companies don't get paid, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and three years later, they're like, you know, hey, uh, we need this money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've all done a deal like that. That's for sure. I, I can tell you a couple that I remember uh, where it was just like, no, I'm not going to pay you. What do you mean you're not going to pay me? You took the product, right? <laughs> Did you use? Presumably you used the product. Yeah. Are you still using the product? <laughs> Give me my money. Right. <laughs> so yeah. It's shocking. You know. It is shocking. I still yeah. think some manufacturer needs to get us like a credit card swipe on electronics where we can like just, you know, like you pay your bill like, oh, sorry, I shut your lighting system down remotely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put it into an well, MA console and yeah. I remember yeah. swipe here and turn yeah. on. Just like a credit card <laughs> swiper, right? On, mm-hmm. on the console. I remember many years ago we were putting that into lighting controls in club installs, you know, oh. where you could shut the lighting down remotely. down yeah. remotely. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. For what purpose? At Martin we were doing that because... People wouldn't somebody pay. Somebody didn't get paid. Oh, yeah. literally for that purpose. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant for some yeah. like troubleshooting. No, something somebody didn't get paid. Support. So yeah, you, you shut the system down. Uh, so I need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really interesting because I always just thought that you know, like most people in our industry, you just kind of fell into the business. You know, I tried to avoid it. Yeah, which is incredible. <laughs> I, like you grew worked, up in it, tried to avoid it, and ended up in it anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, mean, it seems to have worked out okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, (laughs) I mean, look, you know, the the business is, the nice thing about the entertainment business, in my opinion, is you work really hard and you bust your hump, you can do well. Yeah. You know. Well, the other nice thing is most of the time you're working with people you actually like to be working with. You're doing something you actually like to be doing. There's a result that you look up and go, ah. Like we all still get pretty excited when Very. you know house lights go out or whatever. And I mean, uh, when I left High Output and came to work for Sharp Weisberg, I really wanted to be in New York because that's where the big business was. Yeah, like that—that's where the big shows were. That's where Broadway was. I wanted to see Broadway shows. I wanted to work in New York City. Yeah, and that was always the goal. Even at High Output, you know, we had a plan to open an office in New York City, and. Uh, you know, before I left there, they were like, hey, <clears throat> we're not sure if this is actually ever going to happen. Like, we're not sure well, we at least can they get told the financing. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely, yeah. you know. I always try to leave as amicably as possible. Yeah, amicably, yeah. amicably. Well, in this business, it's a small enough industry that you don't know when you're going to need to use that bridge again. Whether right. it's mm-hmm. as a client or as a supplier or yeah. as an employee or to buy the company or whatever it is. You, yeah. You I mean, just, high up, it's a client of mine still. Yeah. 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 It's a good company, too. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those industries where, you know, if you screw somebody, everyone knows. Right. And that lasts a long time. That sticks to you for yeah. a long time. It doesn't just go away right away. It's, it's I mean, kind of like I'll, herpes. That's the other thing in this business. Is, <laughs> it hangs around forever and yeah, ever. Yeah, your integrity <laughs> is important within the business. It's a small enough community that right. people know, Yeah, you know, if you walked out and screwed somebody or if somebody screwed you. Mm-hmm. So how's how's business? How's things going now? 
2022. I mean, we're bonkers. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we've waste, way surpassed 2019. Yeah. Um, I mean, we came out of the pandemic in a really good position where we were able to, you know, provide a lot of projects equipment, but yeah. we still didn't have enough to provide all the projects equipment. Yeah. Like we were turning down shows on a regular basis. You know, the funny thing is not funny, but the interesting thing, whatever you want to call it is, is, uh, you know, I'm pretty close with Huntley. I like Huntley a lot. And, um, he was, seemed smarter than most people, <laughs> you know, he shut down earlier. Yes. He, he, did. he sort of and he got a lot of heat for that. From an expense standpoint earlier. Yeah, he, he got a lot of heat. You know, he, he did a whole article because, you know, a lot of people didn't understand why he did it. But yeah. he, he did it to get the press out there, to get the politicians to react to the fact that they were decimating us. Like they were decimating our industry. Well, he also had incredible insight, foresight, whatever you want to call it. Because he said, you know, I'd been through this before with SARS and... I just felt it coming in a really bad way. And right. I felt like this was going to be like a, a year or a two year problem. And nobody felt that. And yeah. It was incredible yeah. to me. I remember very that strongly had, the 90 day mark was where we were trying to get to. Why do you got to keep going there? Why does everybody keep <laughs> reminding me? Day 91, man. You're the day 91 guy. Okay. I screwed up. No, it wasn't just you. It was, it was everybody except yeah. Huntley apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. You know, I, I, I had connections directly to the governor's office and the governor's office was like, we can't say. Yeah. And we can't say this is going to be a year. Yeah. But we know this is going to be a year. Yeah. And they were even wrong on that. Like it's even longer than that. Yeah. You know, and, and look, you know, we're all still recovering from that. Yeah. And I, I think, Hundley did look. Hundley did a great job, sort of at the beginning, yeah. cutting it to the bone. Yeah, you know, piling through. But you know, like every day, we were having phone conversations. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. there the, we keep saying there's there's no school on how to run a company on no income. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, the other thing is, like, you know, as a small business owner, they tell you to keep you know a month or two months yeah. in reserve. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. So everybody has a month or two months in reserve. Nobody has 24 months in reserve. No. <laughs> like I certainly didn't. Most companies in our industry didn't. You know, that was, yeah. that was a big ask. But so today, like you mentioned it already, you're, you're bonkers, you're crazy busy, you're probably working crazy hours, you're doing way more shows than you've ever done. You're out of gear. Uh, everybody's out of gear. And so, yeah, and nobody can deliver more gear. I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's right. currently the biggest problem is like, yeah. you know, we have or, we have millions and millions of orders out, millions yeah. of dollars of orders that yeah. just can't be filled. Yeah. yeah, like I'm waiting on consoles. I ordered. I'm not going to mention the manufacturer. I'm not here to yeah. shame anybody, but yeah. you know, for over a year that we ordered Jesus. during the pandemic, oh, yeah. and we were told, you know, eight to twelve weeks. Yeah, and we're here, you know, a year and a half later, still undelivered. And, wow. Uh, Audio consoles like Yamaha oh, yeah. is is back ordered for so freaking long. Like Yamaha, what's the console that we're getting like twenty percent over dealer cost oh, for used ones right now? Double, or double dealer yeah. cost on used ones. Yeah. Wow, because they're it's like back ordered for yeah. eighteen months or whatever, right? They just can't yeah. deliver. Yeah, and and it's a super hot console too. So yeah, I mean, what's your opinion on? 
when things change? Like what, what's your view of 2023? I know you've probably got some bookings on the, on the books already. And yeah, I mean, 2023 is going to be huge for us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have some big bookings already on the books. How far out are you booked at this point? I mean, how far, I mean, I've, I've, all my yearlies are, you know, rehabbing for next yeah, yeah. year. You yeah. know, I have four-year contracts on a lot of projects that are, you know, you know, they want the same year for the next four years. Yeah, they yeah. make a deal. Hmm. Um, you know, we bought gear specifically for them, and they'll, they'll, they'll keep going in and happening over and over again. So, you know, most of those were only year two or three. So, you know, we got another, like, three, four years on that. It's good. Um, and, again, look. I always try to tell people this business is about relationships. Nobody's telling me they're not doing shows next year. Yeah. And there's not a ton of, you know, there's a lot of gear out that's not necessarily coming back. You know, my TV shows are still running. You know, uh, there's more movie stages running any, than ever before. Um, and, you know, the, the movie projects, they don't order like, hey, you know, we need, you know, two, three light. No, they're like, we want, you know, 200 RE Sky panels. We need, you know, 400 motors and three miles of trust for the next six months. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus. You're that's like, a hell of an order. Oh, oh you could have these 20 because <laughs> that's what's left available of our 2000. I have yeah. some triangle trust. Will that help? <laughs> oh, one, one big project in Canada I heard about, they basically changed. They couldn't get the panels from anybody. Yeah. So they went all with moving lights. Wow. wow. They did 240 encores on the stage. Jesus. Wow. For an entire season shoot. That's crazy. You know, and, and and they had a really good programmer there, who, who, you know, programmer slash designer guy who was just like, he's like, I can do more I'll with the moving work. lights than I can do with the RS Sky panels. I'm going to put up, you know, I'll put them up. And he programs them and basically created, you know, an entire season of, of a show. Again, I don't want to get into who yeah, and what, yeah. but... You know, there are other ways to skin a cat. I know a lot of yeah, people are like, course. oh, we need our sky panels. And I'm like, how about 100 moving lights? Yeah. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> and yeah. wait, I could, I could I put gobos in there, and I could do texture, yeah. and I could do, there are all these other things we could do? Uh-huh. Wow, that's cool. But, uh, but I'm sitting here thinking, Chris, you got moving lights? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's amazing. We have yeah. them arriving, and then they go right out. And, yeah. <laughs> and then arriving, and then going right The out. arriving yeah. part is good, though. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, I'm getting calls from people who are like, you know, PRG said they didn't have the gear and, you know, other big shops called, you know, we called everybody and they didn't have the gear. We've never worked with you guys. Are you interested in working with us? And I'm like, I'd like to. I don't know that I 100% can do the yeah, project yeah. either. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, your business is obviously different than some other people, but like a lot of the people I speak to in the touring business specifically are saying like ticket sales are starting to go soft now. They're going down. Um, there's starting to be some concerns about 2023, you know, people are unbooking because like everybody tried to go out at the same time for the last 18 months or whatever. And so, but corporate's just starting to come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like the big corporate shows are just starting to come back. That's true. If they had come back a year ago, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. Like it just would have been like, you know. Sorry. <laughs> you Good know. luck. And, and I heard, I've heard crazy stories like something in San Francisco, one of the big companies I'll leave unnamed again, um, was doing a giant trade show. They had a call for 167 riggers in the morning to hang all the points. 
No one showed up. Not a single oh one. God. No one showed up. Wow. That's incredible. That almost seems planned. No, it wasn't. <laughs> they just had nobody. That's crazy. Like, That's incredible. So they ended up, uh, the production company ended up flying people in from Vegas. Huh. And they couldn't just retrain a bunch, bunch of Twitter employees or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of those, those, guys those people there. just got free. This was last year. This was last year. We oh, got, okay. Yeah. You know, we haven't invented the time machine yet. If I can get that yeah. going, we uh-huh. can all make more money. Well, <laughs> now we need to remember how, uh, who was, was it? Biden or somebody who said we need to train, uh, truck drivers, how to, Program how to be coders. Oh, how to be coders. Yeah. Nice. Now we need to train coders how to be truck drivers. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Isn't right. it funny how it's a Can we just train everybody world, to do you know? everything? Yeah. A circular world that we're in, right? Now we well, need I truck mean, drivers, not you coders. You think about our company. So at the end of the pandemic, we had like 200 and, around 200 employees. Yeah. Now we're up to 500 employees. Holy shit. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> so, That's incredible. That's amazing. So gear. What have you seen? And you've only been here for a day. You lost yeah. your car. I, I, uh, you know, I you, lost my car in a garage. garage. You've had some trouble <laughs> I, here I, the I did, last day. Like, I, was, I got to the trade show floor. Like I'm always here first thing. When the doors open, yeah. I go right in and I beeline for you know a few places that I want to see. Yeah. And then I do my rounds. I go up and down each aisle. I try to look at all the gear. I was completely unable to do that yesterday. Oh, really? So, like, every five feet, I was bumping into somebody I yeah, hadn't seen too. in two years. Yeah. yeah. And then conversations would start, and we'd start getting into stuff. I did get to see some great gear. Um, That's a good point, though, that you just made, is that there's a lot deeper conversations happening, like, for me, too. You know, I, I tend to bump into people, and it's small chatter though. You know what I mean? Like now it's deeper, like how's yeah. the family, you know, what's been going on for the last three years. I'm glad you're you know. still alive. Yeah. Right. I'm glad you're right. still alive. Not everybody made it. Well, and you know, sadly, <laughs> yeah. like I'm looking at some people yeah. in poor health right now, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm worried about them. Like I'm thinking, everybody's hey, stress you put on a bunch of weight, yeah. you're stressed out. You, you're not living healthily, obviously. So, uh, but yeah, back to gear. What so, did you see that, that, Let's see. The big things I think that stood out for me yesterday, just walking around. I mean, the Luster Three for me is is huge. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Did you um, see the new uh, the Color Source Five? Did you look at that at all? Uh, I haven't really gone through that one yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I plan I to. It, but yeah. I plan to. It's, yeah. You know, I mean, the Color Source has been a great product for us. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely like it's exactly what ATC designed it to do, which was be that B level, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that B level thing that people could afford. And still get you know color mixing and etc reliability and oh I dropped my light and it's not broken into a thousand pieces because yeah. it was made with plastic yeah right you know so what's what's great about the the Luster three um, I, I think the the, the the output factor yeah you know and the color mixing on it's unmatched yeah you know, now I have to ask about that because yeah. not the not the quality of the fixture or anything but for you guys in particular at the scale that you are yeah the lens tube thing. Yep. Does that not just totally screw everything for that? anybody who doesn't know the the ETC Luster Three lens tubes don't fit old fixtures like legacy lens tubes don't work. You know, there's a workaround, right? There is. I didn't know that. I hadn't heard that. Okay. I haven't looked at. It. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. So to there's hear. a there, there's a workaround. You can get a legacy attachment, and then you can put uh, uh, old barrels on it. Oh, okay. So you so lose some output that. though. You do that lose some that. output. All right, that's good. Um, Let me ask you a question about that though, because I got a pitch from someone at another manufacturer, which it's elation. Yeah. Uh, yesterday they showed me their Leco and, um, 
no lens tubes. It's yeah, got yeah, internal yeah. zoom, yeah. and uh, there's no additional fittings that you have to put on. It's got zoom. It's got all the stuff. We're actually going to try that elbows, out. Elbows, et cetera. We're, we're, we're actually going to actually try that product on a couple with a couple of my theater clients to yeah. see how the LDs react to it. See, in theory, it sounds amazing, right? Like right. I don't need all, especially for a rental company. You right. don't have to have all the different lens tubes and right. make sure they go out, make sure they come back in and, and the accessory I mean, holders. We've been trying to do stuff, that in right? this business since the like, right. the, the robo color. Do you yeah. remember the robo color? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I know. That's I sold why I bring a lot them. of them. I had a lot come back. <laughs> yeah. I got yelled at a lot for them. The robo color 400. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that one too. <laughs> yes, I do. So again, you know, people have been trying that for a while. Probably, probably still has some. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably still get a hundred bucks a week for them, you know? Probably could if you actually had any. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, there's, there's, everybody's been trying to replace that Leco product for years. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Like, no, I like, just, I, I, I'm I, not against it. I said to like, Alation, me, my feeling is you're going to have hard feelings from people one way or another. Like, yeah. They're either going to go, no, I have to have my 36-degree lens tubes or whatever, yeah. right? Or they're going to be like, hey. Like, I, I think designers going to want the old way. Lighting companies going to want this thing with no accessories, right? Because right. mm-hmm. it just makes it so much simpler. One yeah. skew, one thing in a box, you know, whatever, right? right? So. Yeah. But, and then you can swap out the Leco for the Fresnel front. You yeah, know, but and, unfortunately, everybody who's being trained as a lighting designer right now is being trained with Legos. Yeah. So like, and they're not even trained with moving lights. Most of them, yeah. Because right. Schools can't right. afford the moving lights. Yeah. So, which is kind of crazy. You know, which is moving lights aren't new anymore. <laughs> let's face no, it, right? No, and yeah. and you know, I'm. I mean, I know when VER at one point was moving along, they're like, we are not going to carry Lecos. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're not doing it. No pipe, no Lecos, no C-clamps. We're just not going down that road. Yeah. Everything's trigger clamps, truss. Like, we're going to modernize it. Yeah. And then two years in, they were like, they were just punished for it. Yep. So, so what else other than the Luster? Um, oh, so, yeah, the Luster 3, I think, is really, you know, great yeah. product. Everything I put it on has gone really well, looked great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's a product so you can use your own tubes. Yeah. Um, I definitely think you know the I saw the Elation Leco. We're gonna try it out on a few projects and yeah. sort of see how it how it weathers the storm. Yeah. I do like the fact that it's IP rated. Yeah. Like that to me mm-hmm. is big. Actually, I mean, I it's think not. I'm pretty sure they have an IP one. Yeah. The one that's here on the stand isn't because oh, I okay. asked them that question and it's not IP. Okay. So, so well, the ones we're putting outside on. Couple yeah. of projects are going to be, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or or they'll fail quickly. <laughs> One of the two. I know they have an, uh, an IPKL panel now. Yeah, yeah. I saw that showing yeah. here. Which yeah, is, and I opened it up and it looked cool. pretty similar inside. I'm like, why is it? There's a gasket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess the power supply needs to be protected inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something. Yeah. But uh, what else? Yeah, and I, uh, uh, Lex is making an IP. Distro rack. Oh, I hadn't oh, seen that. That's interesting. Yeah. That's huh. that was pretty cool. That yeah. was now they built a whole bunch for the Olympics. Um, apparently, they sold hundreds of these to the Olympics, and they weren't like allowed to talk about it because kind of a joint venture because the Olympics picked up, I guess, some of the research on it. Sure, and, interesting, and some of the initial production costs. Um, sure, the but, certification costs were the highest of any of that. <laughs> right, right, and, and they were just tested on the Olympics. So, you know, they work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. like... Festivals, here we come. Yeah. That yeah. just seems 
Like I'm sitting here thinking counterintuitive. <laughs> well, it's no, it seems like something that would have been around for the last right. 20 years or something. Like there's no IP. No. You know, I mean, we build tents for, you know, we put tents up and yeah, we, that's, that's you know, wacky. The, mm-hmm. you like know, there's that's no like IP dimmer you know, yeah, there's right. no IP distro, you know, we, we've just in the last few years gotten really IP cable, you yeah, know, and gotten true. IP cable through, you know, approved, done, you know, worked, you know, and it's interesting at Christie lights, we kind of bought some products that we thought were good products, but not because they were IP but because they were good products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were hugely successful in our model where, you know, every piece of gear is judged on how well it does. Everything at Christie Lights is judged on how well it does, you know. Like how well it does from a utilization from or utilization or profitability, reliability, reliability oh, so all those all things. Kinds of scores. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of scores yeah. that go into the consideration of what gear we make core inventory. Mm. And, um, you know, I'll take the Alation Paladin panel. That was the product. You know, we wanted a blinder strobe product. We got a few of them and they just went like gangbusters and they just kept going and going. We can't get enough of them. Like, you know, and, and I was, uh, I worked with a great lighting designer to get them on, uh, uh, Rockefeller center lighting, you know, the, uh, the skating ring in there. Huh. Mm. And now they're, and they bought them and they installed, like they rented them from us for, you know, like for two years and then they bought all their own and put their own in. Wow. And, uh, mm. it was on, uh, it was funny. They did, uh, what was the show? Uh, uh, the Hawkeye, uh, Disney series mm. did a whole shoot down there with like the Christmas tree falling down and, you know, like a whole shootout with Hawkeye and, and it was all lit with these, you know, oh, wow. with these paladin panels. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. But did you uh, see the the inner circle thing, the min minute or min wheat or however the hell you say it? One, the min minute, the circular one or the the round the thing with all yeah, the mirrors yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, that actually saw pause. The new one's called the photon, yeah. I guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what's your thought on that? Because I, I have, like, I to me, it's super friggin' cool. It's like almost over engineered. Like yeah. it does so much cool shit. But where do you use it? Other than a nightclub. I mean, it's a scenic piece. It's going on tour. You know, it's the backdrop. You know, it could be the backdrop for every band in the world. You know, well, like, like basically, now, right? Because last year I saw it and it was kind of a black box kind of effect. It, it they still show dark. it like that, but I've used it in, you know, in clubs and, you know, I, it's certainly not going into arenas. Right. You know, but certainly all the club tours could be taking them. Yeah. Sure. And it's basically in, like, you know, in the past people put up like light towers and light trees and all that stuff to like do this whole background. You can put four of those on a pipe and base. Yeah. And you have a, you have a full set background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. they do a lot of shit. Music. Like they do a ton of stuff. It's like people crazy. are, 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 are blown away and you don't need any of the laser license. You know, people are like, Oh, you need, no, you don't, you need nothing for that. It doesn't put out any laser it's using laser as a source, but by the time it bounces around in there 10 times, they're not, you know, it's not putting out any laser level power. Hmm. So, but it, get, it gives you effects that are great. Yeah. Uh, you know. No, and, it's, it's ridiculously you know, cool. It, it, it's almost like everybody tried to do a show in a box years ago. I don't remember yeah. if you remember that. Like, of course, you know, it was yeah. like, it was, it was the little like, 
you know, it was like the pipe with like 10 lights on it, yeah. went on a tripod, yeah. you know, pre-programmed, went flashy, flashy for every DJ in the world. Yeah. Like to me, every DJ in the world should have like two of these. Yeah. Well, cause they just do everything. <laughs> right. They do everything. I have no idea how much money they are, but. Uh, They're not cheap, but so, so what? Like that's yeah. the whole, like, yeah. you know, how much money are you saving on labor? How much money are yeah, you yeah. saving on trucking? You know, Trucking, you yeah. know, having 10 pieces of gear, or, you know, those four of those could go in the band van. Yeah. 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 You know, you don't need a whole truck, you know, a whole yeah. trailer. All of a sudden you're like, oh, let's put four of these in the band van with a console and so we're done. from a sort of effecty standpoint, what about the, the wave bar thing from Klaipaki? The snake bar. I call it the snake bar because it looks bar. like a snake. Oh, yeah, a exactly. Snake yeah, it kind of does. I used yeah. to do that with track spots and clubs like many years ago. We just <laughs> yeah. we put all the track spots right next to each other. Yeah, and made them do and the... We, and we'd do yeah. a sine wave with it. Like, sine wave yeah. action. Yeah, with the mirrors down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a program Ian Davis, a programmer Ian Davis who I'm friends with. And uh, he, he was a programmer at the tunnel. Yeah. And on the old light wave controller, yeah. he set up track spots all the way down through the tunnel and he and he spent days programming exactly yeah. days programming. i think i actually worked at high end when that went down or oh, maybe yeah. it was even before that i don't remember but yeah anyway so that he, he would do a whole wave all the way down this like you yeah. know 100 foot you know so the tunnel was like an old subway station mm-hmm. uh, it was mm-hmm. a subway a train station and so you know like the whole thing was just ramped and he put him down the sides, yeah. and he just had the giant wave like trailing down. So it was like an ocean sky effect, you know, going down the whole club so sine wave. What do you oh, think of cool. the clay packy thing? Useful? I think it's cool. Yeah, I definitely think it's cool. I, you know, it's not going into any theater projects. I mean, bars <laughs> are obviously hot. You know, bar yeah. fixtures oh, yeah. are hot right now. Everybody's got one though. But the wave thing is that like an added wrinkle to it that could make it stand out in the crowd yeah. or yeah i mean yeah. i mean and that parabolic mirror you know so there's a parabolic mirror behind there yeah so the source is shooting onto that parabolic mirror mm-hmm. and the parabolic mirror can move too oh. so not only do you have the ability to so you kind move of have a pan and cell, tilt kind of thing right so yeah. you, you you have full control of the parabolic mirror within that oh, sort of like what the Sharbar wanted to be yeah yeah exactly yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. It is very cool. It's definitely yeah. like a very innovative product that I think, you know, again, Clay Packy brought us a Sharpie, right? Yeah. Like when that fixture came out, I went to those guys and I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever seen in the last, you know, since, since we started. Like yeah. that's going to be big. And you think about how that's affected our business. Like oh, that, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's huge. I, I mean, that's really when... when a lot of lighting became more scenic than mm-hmm. anything else. Uh, speaking of Clay Packy, have you heard the worst kept secret in? There's some kind of, they're getting sold again? Yeah. To who? That was the big question. Um, I can't tell you exactly. Yeah. I think I'm pretty confident I know who. Yeah. And it rhymes with uh, Shmari. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm. I expected it to be announced at the show, but uh, I think it's. I mean, I think it's interesting when they 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 try to do these combinations where they put it companies together. Yeah, and, and, Barco and I'm always and like, end. Mm-hmm. that was a disaster. To me, it's kind of like watching car wrecks. Yeah, but <laughs> well, you know, it's gonna, everybody slows you know it's down, happen. and they're like, 
oh, I shouldn't be looking at this as much as I am. Why am I yeah. still here? Why yeah. am I still here going so slowly and holding everybody up behind me? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but, true, you know, huh? I mean, look. Oh, I think that's a good one. I mean, to me... At least you know, as a like lighting company. Yeah. It makes yeah. more sense than the lamp company buying yeah. them. It's sort of the opposite of the, the Chave Kina Flow thing, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Get you in, into both sides of that, uh, but led with the yeah. other foot. I hate those deals when they happen. Like, I hated the Barco high-end thing. You knew right. it was just going to suck the life out of high-end. And Barco's a great company. Right. High-end was a great company. But that doesn't mean anything. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like if... if GM was to buy Apple or something, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And One of the good examples, though, was the ETC high-end deal. They've, they've like totally saved ETC high-end has them. been great. They've but I think that that's what this back. other deal, matching Ari with, uh, yeah, yeah. with Clay Packard, Could would do. have the same sort of effect. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got basically, I think it would put Ari in competition with ETC, perhaps more uh, definitely more in Europe. Definitely, definitely, definitely in, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, we've got to realize, too, like... You know, like I, I go to this show, I go to Plaza, yeah. and then I go to ProLight and Sound. Yeah. And ProLight and Sound makes them all look small. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. Like what there's, about there's uh, a huge, huge markets. At Act. At Act. Yeah. The, the Zonda, the big round thing with the liquid effect face. It's another pancake light. Yeah. You don't like I mean, pancake lights? I mean, Aridin makes great products. I love their stuff. I don't feel like it's anything earth shattering. It's, you know, it's different enough. Like it's got such a cool that face effect is just different than the yeah, other ones yeah, that yeah. I've seen. I think it's kind of the equivalent of like what the BI did in that spectrum, right? It's it's like it a is. new way to think it's about sort that of an kind advanced of advanced BI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and the th- the new three one is cute. It's just like a miniature. It's like the Source Four Mini, but <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the nine it's so bright. Yeah, like that show yeah, that yeah. they're doing at the booth. It's in red. I mean, I mean, it, one of the red, important things, up. like, I hope the manufacturers will listen. I think the important thing is when you make these things that have a cool effect, they better be a good light, too. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. not going to take you that far. Yeah. Like, well, the, the success of the aura. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, the effect, effects are cute, and they sell a few lights at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But if you want some, you know, steady, you know, steady return on the yeah. investment. Like, when I was at high end, we were still selling you know, the last of the studio colors and the molds were like falling apart, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. but we're like, how many more can we get out of it? Cause yeah. we still had orders for them. Cause it was still the only moving wash light with no fans in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when, when you have a product that does what it's supposed to do good and then also has an effect. Great. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that's a great gimmick. I, yeah. That's an interesting point, and I'll be curious to see, because there's the Zonda 9 and then the Zonda 9 FX, and I'll be curious to see how sales are for those two for that right. very reason of, like... It does drive me nuts when there's, like, three or four right. different, yeah, well, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, again, the Christie model is really about focus, 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 and depth. Yeah. So what we do is we buy a lot of one thing. So when you need more, you have more of that one thing. Right. Yeah. Like... Well, and you guys are responsible for t- making some of those fixtures take off because of that model. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And there's a huge analysis that goes into, like, you know, all those products. Like, yeah. every product becomes core inventory, becomes core inventory for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know. That um, makes a lot of sense. What about the Proteus Brutus? 
Did you see that thing? That's yeah, I the, did. Yeah, like I did. Sky see. Tracker looking yeah. light. I think. Things I think beast. it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it, it's a beast, you know. Yeah. But I think amusement. I mean, again, I think that and the Excalibur are amusement yeah. park products, Absolutely. not necessarily yeah. rental products. Like yeah. they don't really care about us buying them. Yeah, they're thinking Disney. Yeah, cruise ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amusement parks. Yeah. You know, you got to have a long enough reach to be venues. able to use the throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe stadium stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe stadium stadium tours. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen any stadium tour specs yet, but, you know, I, I think it could be. You know. Yeah. Well, that's pretty new still. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and, and I also tell, I try to tell manufacturers, like, realize that there's a year or two, like, you come out with a product, people want to see it out there for a while before they're going to, Put it on, you know, put it into a lot of specs and right. whatnot. Yeah. Well, first it has yeah. to be able to ship. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then you have to first use you it. And then you have to get, get them. the parts. <laughs> Any, and then be able to cool? ship it. Anything else cool? Um, I thought the, the, new so little, the, the new little Astera cubes are cute. Yeah. Those are definitely, I could see people buying packs and packs of those, like yeah. Astera tubes. Yeah. You know, we finally got them in stock now. Yeah. The Astera tubes. Those guys yeah. are doing, they're, they're so useful. crazy. You, you can't yeah, even make so enough good. of them. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, and clients are like, uh, you know, again, it was like the Sharpie, you know, it used to be like, oh, you know, I need 12 lights. Now they're like, oh, I need 12 lights and 24 Sharpies. Right. And yeah. they're like, oh, I need 12 lights, 24 Sharpies, and 48 tubes. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, uh-huh. wow, that's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they've, yeah. Done, they've killed it. I'm very curious to see how this new Roby thing does. It's the, I don't remember the name of it, the PZ11 or whatever that's got their PosiLock thing. It's like a... It, they they claim it's you know sort of the evolution of like what the source four revolution tried to be. It's a it's for those that need a remote focusable ellipsoidal. I but didn't see that. It's a, I I haven't seen it on the show. I hear good huh. things about it, but I saw the press release about it. But apparently, the deal is that it's you know it's a moving light with all the Roby things, but uh, they can do like a no homing position system. So you can lock it so that it doesn't have to home when it powers on and off. So you can put it in tight spaces or in a theme park or in a theater or whatever where, it, you know, you either have restricted... You can do that with the Ultra, or, though. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, you can set the limits on the Ultra. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. You can set limits. So it's, it's not so as uh, innovative as it, it sounds? It won't do a full spin, you know, so like, hey, we're in a small space. Right, right. You can set it right at the menu and be like, only go to here, only go to there. Yeah. And... Uh, so yeah, you're not ru- running through a whole. Home Maybe it's all marketing gimmick. I don't know, but it, they, it's, be, it, it sounds like a lot of tech behind it with whatever well, they I mean, do with I the mean, sensors. I, I still have to say the BMFL follow spot system is sure yeah. cool as hell. Is the bomb? Yeah, you know it's outperformed everything. You know, but I did every, see the, everybody's other version. Going back to the act booth, the Zach Track Mini. Did you see that? I have Zach Tracks on a few projects, but right the now. Mini is like twenty grand for the whole package, right? And 45 by 45 stage. So it's a smaller package, yep. but it incl- like you don't have to have a separate server or anything. There's a little box that's the server and really super simple, like plug and play version I, of I, Zach track. I, I, I'm really hoping the Zach track stuff is successful. Like, yeah. Like I have it on a few projects. You know. How has it done so far for you? I, I was at I mean, ACT we, when we, that sort of started, yeah, we, so I saw the. I mean, we just but, started buying them, you yeah, know, for specifically for projects. Yeah, um, everybody I know who's using them loves them. Right. Yeah, so like that to me is the is, next guy coming in here right after you, uh, Ben uh, Ben Coker, is uh, with the live event productions guys, uh-huh. 
and uh, Zenith out of Orlando. Yeah. And they have a few of the packages that they use on pretty big stuff and uh, have been really, That's really exciting to me. Like, that to me is like new tech. Yeah. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm, it's, I'm looking forward to see, seeing how it works. There's two angles to this remote follow spot thing, right? right. Like the BMFL Roby angle yep. where you've still got a spot operator. It's just their remote. Correct. And then you've got the auto tracking systems, right? Right. And Zach Track, from what I've seen, appears to be the better of the of the tracking systems. There's a few of it them It definitely seems to be the one Remember that the people one? are specifying. How bad it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was there when the it Wybron came out. The Wybron one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you the know, Wybron like, one You had to well. fly in the guy, the one guy who could make it work. Yeah, right. Well, and the Martin <laughs> one just didn't work. Yeah. Like, if there was any noise at all or any interference at all, the light just went bing out there into the corner of the arena or whatever, and you're like, it's supposed to be over here on the performer. What's going on? Turn it down. Uh, Why is this? That was <laughs> Worked on paper. I yeah. think though that that if Zach Track goes the way that it, I expect it to, with what that tech does and how simple it is to set up and how quickly yeah. you can set it up, that, yeah. that that will be a game changer for that once it's fully adopted. When I gotta say, I like the way they show it on the floor here with the where you can go up to the computer screen there and it shows you where all their sales guys uh-huh, are, uh-huh. Yeah. and you can hit a button with a sales guy's name on it. Yeah, and it's it a fun puts pitch. A bunch of lights onto yeah. the sales guy. I, I and think that was around the booth. I think that was Aaron I, Hubbard. I have idea. to say, <laughs> it's Act, a killer idea. Act it is. has done. A amazing job over the years on their booth. Yeah. Yeah. They really, it's functional. They have a, you know, in past years, they've had great light shows. I mean, I remember when they were doing Clay Packy and that show was, was the bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's and, hard. It's uh, expensive, man. These trade yeah, shows yeah. are expensive. It's, yeah. you know, it's like between a half a million and a million dollars to do a, an LDI booth. And you, yeah. you start going, is this shit worth it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, is this really worth it? It is, though, so. if you think about all the things that have come out of, like, this trade show. Yeah. Like, if you think about all the product launches that have been done, mm-hmm. the Sharpie, the Aura, the Mac 2K. And, like, and, 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 and. Cyberlight. Yeah, the Cyberlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the studio color. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, I remember you being on stage, like, introducing Martin stuff. And, yeah. and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. What, me <laughs> I, or the Martin stuff? You doing, like, showing <laughs> the new Martin product. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's on the stage getting to talk about a product wow. and we'll show it to people it and do, a, do a, like, a, a cool show. Like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want to be I want to be hanging out with those dudes. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh-huh. And then you met me and you were completely disappointed. <laughs> no. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, if we're going to get back to the point where release cycles are Strictly at trade shows again. I don't think so. It's too you know, virtual. I'm not going to say who. I did see somebody go up to the one of the people at this show and say, "Hey, we're thinking about doing every other year. Ooh, attending every other year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, surely and, they'd have people. They just might not do a booth every every year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah, but, but, when but hold their product that, launches. That's be a problem. Hold yeah. their product launches to every other year too. Yeah. You know, that was the conversation that went on. That's going to be a problem. Next year, apparently, we're backing up with, there's a whole F, I don't know if you heard about this F. Oh, yeah, yeah, and we're on it. So, like, get your hotel and your plane ticket now because it's $5,000 for a night or something. Yeah, well, then I'm not coming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody will. Like... Nobody will. It's like, don't do the show then. My son's a race car driver. I love F1. I ain't coming. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> Hell no. Right. I don't yeah. want to be in Las Vegas during the F1 race. Hell no. I wanted to go to the race, but tickets were like $8,000. No, it's retarded. It's going to be a billionaire game, (laughs) you know? I mean, that's all it is. It's rich and famous people are going to be here. Everybody else is going to watch it on television, Uh myself included, you know, unless my kid's driving in it. Right, right. (laughs) And he ain't going to be here next year, so, yeah. No, it's definitely like... You know, that's problematic. They needed to get the hell away from this city that couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know they tried to move, but it's not far enough away. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's crossover. Yeah, there's crossover. Well, the people setting up the booths, as as I understand, the people who will be here to put the booths in and stuff will be here during the F1 mm -hmm. thing. Right. right. Like they'll be practicing or something like, yeah, yeah. Like they'll start practicing on Friday and they start loading in booths on Tuesday. Right. So, and apparently with F1, I don't know that much about racing. Pretty stupid in that regard. But apparently people come out specifically to watch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, they may not come. They, people come in just to watch, you know, them practice and then leave. Well, yeah, because then you don't have to pay for the race tickets. Right. right? You're seeing them out on track, going around the track yeah. and stuff, and you don't have to pay the crazy exorbitant prices for race tickets. Uh, or sometimes, like, people will buy box seats. Big corporations or whatever will buy box seats. They're not coming out for the practice or anything. They right. just want to see the race and the qualifying, and they'll give away all the practice uh, tickets to other people. So, yeah. Cool. Well, enjoy the hell out of the show today. I mean, between me screwing up and forgetting to hit record <laughs> and you losing your car, we're kind of out of time. But uh, is, this, uh, is this a sign we're getting old? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we both showed serious signs of that. Brad seems to be the only one holding it together here, and he had the most to drink last night. Right. He didn't bring us any coffee, though. So no I'm coffee, no water. We're dying over here. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to go I get some I thought I was going to choke in the middle of it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you did I feel my throat yeah, a little bit, but yeah. swelling up in the dry air of the desert. All right, gentlemen. Anyway, well, enjoy thank the you show. for doing this, Chris. Enjoy the show today. I appreciate it, and uh, have a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Thanks, where you Chris. parked? Do you want to tell me so that you've got a backup and you can have, say, hey, Marcel, I have a receipt. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, gents. Later.